three, two, one. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today, I got a really special guest with me in the building. He's really enjoying Tyron Woodley's new music, as you could tell. Hey, Jacob Cavallo here, MMA champion of Miami, um, <clears throat> an all-around great guy. Welcome, Jacob. I appreciate you uh, hopping on. Yeah, Want sorry, to, uh, I talk about some MMA today? That shit was a slap. I had to play it. I wake up every morning, drink my orange juice to that. Uh, Tyron Woodley. He's going to lose, though, of course. We can we could get straight into that. This Saturday, uh, Gilbert Burns and Tyron Woodley, main event of UFC Fight Night. Um, mm -hmm. give me your, give me your initial thoughts. You have a pretty close relationship with Gilbert, I'm assuming. I mean, it's kind of distant now cause he's been focusing on his family and he's not always, uh, at combat club anymore. He's over at hard knocks in Fort Lauderdale training with uh, Greg Jones, Henry Hook, Kamaru Usman, all those guys, guys that I've been close to and have trained with for the past four years now. Um, I honestly think out of everybody in the UFC in the welterweight division, um, and in the lightweight division, he has the best chance of sleeping Tyron Woodley. Mm -hmm. So you think I it's going to be a, a knockout? Look, it's either a knockout or a sub. I honestly don't think Tyron's going to uh, knock him out. I don't want to jinx it because I'm almost always wrong. In fact, just for the purpose of not being wrong, I think Tyron Woodley's going to win. Oh, clip it. Clip it. So, so, clip no, it. So now Gilbert's going to win. No, no, no. No, I'm playing. Gilbert wins. But yeah, so, I've been. Gotcha. Yeah. No, a little reverse psychology because you usually pick wrong. So now maybe it'll switch up on you. Yeah, I mean, I've been training with Gilbert for the past three years. Um, he's been my jujitsu coach, uh, less my MMA coach, and I personally think he's almost a better fighter than Kamaru Usman. I think they're really similar, like two completely different body types, and of Kamaru to destroy Tyron like that. Just imagine what Gilbert's going to do as an even more explosive fighter. Done I, deal. I, I definitely agree with that and I wouldn't also I wouldn't be surprised with Gilbert's insane BJJ. I wouldn't be surprised if in the clinch he would pull guard cuz he has some nasty arm bars as what I've been seeing. He's one of the only people that that can do that. By pulling guard in an MMA fight, you like die. My teammate Tim won a championship doing that at XFN. Um, Gilbert can do it any any fucking fight. He'll sit on the floor and win. He'll hook you, arm bar you. It's his arm bars that get you. Though. He's got some nasty arm bars. Like I, I saw one where he it looked like this guy's elbow was going to just pop out of his, his arm, and I was like, oh, my God, tap. Please tap because like, he yeah, just yeah. Oh, breaks was, those things. That was that man, like, Sawajuski or something like that, but he did that to Cowboy. Oliveira and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. He was like the first guy to stop Oliveira, but his arm bars, he can get them from whenever, like scramble and then that last rollover, and he's got the arm bar just pinned to his chest, which is, I mean, honestly, if I were to had to put, put money down, I would say it'd be submission Gilbert. My, this is like my actual prediction. I would say submission Gilbert end around two. End around two. Okay, honestly, that's it's crazy you said that because I said that like a day ago to my boy. I was with my boy Jared Smiley. He uh, he's um, Colby Covington's like main wrestling partner. He said the same thing. He I mean he believes he's gonna win. Colby's never even heard of Gilbert, but Colby's just happy that like somebody can beat Tyron Woodley's ass. 
I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, I just don't think that he, you know, he's fallen in and out of love <laughs> with MMA. I, I think he's out. I don't think he's got it anymore. He doesn't have the juice. He's done. By the juice, you don't mean the the actual juice. You mean just like he he doesn't have the yeah. sauce anymore. No, yeah, I think he's off like whatever supplements he was taking. The SARMs. Okay. He was on SARMs. Uh, inside some inside inside scoop. I'm pretty sure he was on SARMs. I might have sold it to him. Who knows? Ah. Uh, <laughs> All right, we got we got insider info here. We got insider info. But honestly, no. I mean, I I completely agree. Um. Jokes aside, Tyron like had his run where he was just knocking motherfuckers out. Like he was knocking Wood um, Lawler out, Kosh checked. He like completely destroyed Carlos Condit's knee, and he was just so dominant. He choked out Till when like he had like Conor McGregor esque hype. And so, but that light last fight against Usman, like he just looked significantly slower, significantly like not as explosive. Obviously, as you uh, previewed in the in the beginning of a. Uh, this little chat, his his music, which is sounding amazing, um, and so I mean, people have said it before, Duke Rufus and like Greg Jackson, that you literally have to be a hundred and ten percent in it, or you're never gonna become champ. And I feel like he took a little bit too many steps out of where he needs to be to stay champ and like be the champ. So I would say Gilbert round two. I feel that low key because when I won my title, I like. It's hard to get like above that. Like when you're an amateur champion, the next thing is to go pro. But I'm not ready to do that yet because I'm always just busy with school or, or like on my range. And like, I don't know if you see it, just fucking abortion and shit. So it's difficult for me to give that 110%. And with my coaches, the guys I have, like Rodney Brewer, um, Rashad Evans, Anthony Rumbles, coach uh alistair overeem's coach i would hate to disappoint him going to a pro fight and make him look like a fucking fool by losing and getting slumped so i'm not gonna go in that cage and be a pro fighter uh till i know that i can win same thing with being a champion once you're already a champion it's hard to like and you defend the title already which like tyron has it's hard to go above that you have to have like that type of passion and tyron doesn't have it khabib is doing it for a lot you know, that's his passion. That's why he's going to win every fight, because if he doesn't, he thinks that he's not going to get whatever, 72 virgins, or he's not going to be blessed by a lot, or his dad's going to win. Tyron doesn't have that drive. Gilbert wants to win for his children, you know? He wants to do that for his kids and his wife. So that's why I think he has a million times more heart going into this, and that's going to be the determining factor. Plus that coaching staff, Henry Hook. Greg Jones, the four-time NCAA champion or some shit. Me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, that Hard Knocks gym in Fort Lauderdale is definitely getting filled up with some beasts. It's, uh, it's Stafford MMA now, I think. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Hong Lon Sang, one champion. Um, Greg Jones, my former kickboxing coach, Sean Soriano. And you just got all types of different guys. You got Vulcan was going there, uh, Robbie, Matt Mitrione, my good Fortnite partner. Um, bro, it, it's talent out there. And yeah. It's ignoring. No, Usman's definitely a try, like bringing in some of that, some of that uh, talent to that local gym. 
I mean, it's expanding ever so ever so fast. I mean, I was just taking a look at the undercard, and it's honestly, like, no disrespect, it's whack. Like, I don't know one person on the undercard except Brock Weaver. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to be just watching the main event, to be honest, for that fight night. Fight night, like, the main cards are the ones that excite me, and you brought up Khabib. What do you think is, uh... What do you what do you think about that Gaethje Khabib fight in September possibly? What how do you take that fight and how do you how do you see Justin's last performance? I mean he's great, he's a talented guy, but like I said, like there's there's just a difference between uh, the intent. The intent that Khabib has, it's so much higher and more meaningful than whatever like Justin has. He's doing it for his God, his country is um, his father, Abdulmanov, Magomedov, I think that's his name. I'm not too sure. Um, yeah, he's got a heart problem right now. He's in, he's in a in self-induced coma. Yeah, it, it, really, it really sucks. But, like, that is the driving force behind Khabib. And he's been, he's been the best of what he's, like, been doing for 23, his, his first fight against uh, what's-his-fucking-face. So, um, just... No argument, Khabib would win. Khabib would sleep Tony Ferguson. Khabib is just, we're from the same country. I believe in him. You're Russian as well? Yeah, I'm from St. Petersburg. Born okay, okay. Gotcha. He's, from, he's from Dagestan, which is like 300 kilometers, I think, to the west. Yeah. And so, so uh, I mean, talking about the, now talking about gyms that are kind of blowing up, uh, your gym, Combat Club, has been getting recently and probably last year a lot of attentions, a lot of you know high prospect amateurs that might be coming out of there. Tell me about the kind of gym culture it is at Combat Club. It's all, bro. It's the craziest thing ever. I've been to almost every like single gym down here in South Florida, like ATT. No disrespect to them, but like they they just don't have the atmosphere we have. Like especially um, under the tutelage of like Rodney Brewer. He just makes shit like so fun and like you actually like want to be there and train. Like he's never too, uh, what is it? Like he's never too pushy on anything. He's never roasting you. He's literally off in the corner, like playing with his dog, uh, Bruno, and like coaching us from the back. But like we genuinely like want to be there. We got guys like Jornel Lugo, who's in uh, Bellator right now. Just, I think he's unde yeah, undefeated in Bellator. Um, coming out of like the Connecticut Northeast area. Uh, he's one of my good training partners. He's sick. Brandon Carroll, Damian Martinez, my training partner, even Tom Nelson, who was supposed to have a fight. Um, May 30th, right? Got canceled. Bro, I mean, we just got, nobody wants to fight him. Like that has the arsenal. He can do everything. Like he's, once he, uh... once he masters his jujitsu, like that's the last missing piece. And he's already good at that, but once he masters it, like, I don't even know, like, he might, like, start subbing me. As I'm scared for that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, I was, you know, blessed enough to sit down and talk with him, and he just has, like, a, he just has, like, that it mentality of, like, well, like, I started this, and, like, I'm rolling, like, just, I'm just keep pounding forward, like, he just wants to keep getting better and better. And, you know, when I was talking to him, he was even saying that, he's like, I just need to get I just need to keep improving on like all cylinders. And I told him, I was like, bro, you're like out of our area, out of, you know, Palm Beach, Broward County, Dade County, like South Florida area, you, I think you're going to be one of the guys that's like out there next, like Bellator, PFL, whatever it is. And then hopefully, 
we'll we'll be able to see him in the UFC because he's got fucking talent just pulling out of his fucking pores. Yeah, that's nasty. People realize how easy it actually is. Like no discredit to any like pro fighter or any of the famous fighters is that it's easy to become a famous fighter and to like get that paycheck if you just put that work in. Some guys are champions and they're only training one hour a day for four days a week. He's putting in four or five hours every single day. Like, no reason. He's literally like Israel Adesanya. It's, it's just weird that he made the MMA jump before doing kickboxing. Because if he did kickboxing right now, I know he would just never lose. Because that's that's his like bread and butter. Yeah. How many how many hours a week did you train when you were in training camp when you got your uh your championship there? How many hours were you training? My boy Vince Manzo, uh, my good wrestling uh, friend, he had to fly down to New Jersey a month before, and he was putting me through three hour wrestling drills every single day. Uh, also, I had to cut to one fifty five. That was that was also like the hard part. I'm one hundred ninety two right now. So you walk around at one. That's your that's your that's your normal weight one nineties. Yes, sir. I mean to get to one fifty five, like I was skin and bones. We we had to wrestle three hours a day just for me to lose enough weight to like get to one fifty eight. And wow. then the rest, cutting my hair, um, going into the sauna, uh, making myself cube diuretics, like just to lose that last three pounds to make that shit. Wow. Uh, so all you need is a month. You can have a three, four week training camp and like, and and be winning fights. It just depends what you do every single day that get into. Uh, plus, my guy was a wrestler. He's had like hundreds of matches uh, down in Lake Dade in uh, South Florida. So uh, his name is Luisi. Great fighter. It was a great fight. Um, he's still he's still out there. He's been fighting like every single fucking month. Uh, so I had to like really hone all my wrestling skills to get prepared for that. Just to win the, just to win the scrap. Is that like a defendable strap, or is that is that like the trophy piece? Okay, so they asked me to defend the belt against him again. They didn't really have anybody that wanted to fight me, so I literally, technically, I was stripped of this. But like, you're not gonna take this away from me. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who the 155 pounds is. I'm not making 155 again ever again it's like physically impossible so this is my belt you know yeah that's yours it's like the bmf it's like the bmf belt it literally is bro i i literally like have fucked girls with this around them i put sushi on this with the yum yum so i put the yum yum sauce in the middle and i just like eat it with my boys there's coronavirus started here this this is patient zero this is like how it happened this fucking disgusting the 305 I, belt, wow. I, I took it up Fort Lauderdale Beach. I was drinking beer out of girls' asses. Had this on me. You can look You can look up on Full Send, the world star on the website. Like, I'm on the front page. Wow. I think I can find it. Some funny so, shit. So you said that uh, you, we were talking before we, we, you know, we got on air, and you said that Combat Club is actually coming out with a series or, like, a show or a commercial. Yeah, so um, because we have so many, like, talented fighters and, uh, and you know, guys in the business and industry working out there, we were actually blessed with the ability to make our own, like, web series. And so far, there's talks of it getting picked up by um, Disney Channel for the non-explicit version. 
um, like Disney's channel subsidiary. Disney Channel owns everything. Yeah, I mean, Disney owns everything. They own ESPN, all that shit. Yeah, like, so when I say Disney, I don't mean, like, fucking Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. (laughs) Mickey Mouse Clubhouse cuts to you getting choked out. Yeah, I can actually show you the video. I'm not supposed to, but I can actually give you just, like, a little, like, teeny-weeny clip real quick of the show. Yeah, get some crisp audio. What it is is... You ever see Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For The Office. It's like The Office. It's like we know there's a camera there, but then we don't know there's a camera there. And it's the light of people in the gym setting, in an MMA gym. And like the funny antics, like the different stereotypes, douchebag, the hot girl everybody likes, like the hot wife of the gym coach, the UFC fighters there, the guy who's trying to be a fighter. He's trying to make it to the top. Gotcha. Okay, I fuck with that. And you're, are you going to be in it? If like it, if get pick, pick, picked up in like a web series, are you going to be starring in it or what? Or what? I mean, I'm not a star. Like the star of the, is the UFC fighters, but like, yeah, Roddy, my my coach, definitely has me in a few scenes. It's all. Uh, it's That's all funny. I mean, That's uh, dope. Maybe, I'll just show you. So you cut from 192 to 155. That must have been fucking the worst. I mean, yes. I mean, you. I mean, I don't. Gilbert walks around like the same weight as I do, and makes 155. So the fact that he's like going to 170 is like it's good for him. He's healthy now. Yeah. I got. I got the commercial by the way. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me get like a scene where I'm in. <laughs> I see it, yeah. State of the art, mixed martial arts gym, where you will train against the pros. That was Sean Evans, Anthony Rumble Johnson, Gilbert's in there. That's just like a little bit of the commercial for the first episode, but it pretty much follows like a cuck, like this dude. I forgot what his name was. I haven't worked with him in a while, but um. He's a cuck, and he works at a pizza shop. He jewels, and, like, he doesn't really get girls. And he wants to go to an MMA gym and, like, learn how to be an MMA fighter. So he steps in a combat club, realizes we got a bunch of UFC fighters and shit, and then he's got to, like, train with us and, like, get ready for his first fight. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. That's pretty – that's a dope idea. But everybody has, like, a spotlight. Um, Me – Brandon, my boy TNT Taylor, uh, even Ton's in the show with me. We had a few good, like, we have a good, like, few scenes in there. Shit is lit. It's lit. And I honestly, if coronavirus didn't happen, we'd be on Netflix right now, I, I personally Speaking of, you know, the theme of that show, you know, uh, Pizza Guys, first time stepping into a gym, when was the first time that you, you know, stepped into Combat Club or just got into, like, your first MMA session? My good friend Dom told me about a gym in the area that just opened up. And he's like, yo, I went in there and there's like five UFC fighters. Stephen Cruz, Kevin Footer, uh, Vulcan was there. We had Luke Rockhold, Rashad Evans, of course, was training uh, before his retirement fight, um, which he, he's probably coming out of retirement doing PFL, a pro fight league, not the premier fight league. Um, what was it? You said Luke Rockhold was training out of there? 
Luke Rockhold was there. These are all the same guys that are currently at um, at uh, Stafford MMA, aka Hard Knocks, over in Hollywood or Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. I thought Luke was still training out of AKA with like those guys. So he was he's he's back at AKA now because uh, Cormier is his boy, but he trains with Henry Hook. Henry Hook is his, his like main kickboxing trainer. There's gotcha. I, I don't know what the I know it's American Kickboxing Academy, but you're not going to get better than Henry Hook in in training, and that's something I don't realize. Sometimes when I fight or I train with somebody from a different gym. I forget that, like, fuck, all I do is train with UFC fighters since I was a kid. And it also makes me mad because I'm like, fuck, why can't I just, like, be a pro fighter already? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, How many so, amateur fights do you have? So I had the one MMA championship, and then I've had, like, two other fights before that. Um, I've had, I was supposed to fight a month ago for Conor McGregor's coach at CFE Arena in Orlando. That was canceled. That would have been the fourth. And then I had a fight at FSU Stadium. So for the college fighting championship, like the first ever college fighting championship, uh, that ended up being a bust. Wasn't uh, that strap? Wasn't that strap? Did you fight for that in, in Tallahassee as well? Because I feel like I've heard, I first heard about you because you, I think the weigh-ins were at a club that's like popular or something, and you had weigh-ins. Yes. That was the first time I, I saw you. I saw a picture. I think it was like a repost or like on somebody's page. And I was like, oh, they're doing fights in Tallahassee. But then I didn't recognize it was it was you until a, a while later. I was like, oh, this is the same person that, okay. That's how I first, you know, got to know like who you were through social media or whatever. How, was that for the strap? So it was for like a, yeah, it was a, like a, like the first ever strap. It was like a vacant title for the college fighting championship. Um, my boy Enrique was like, was hosting it. His dad put up millions of dollars to do it. Um, and I thought it was like going to be a sure win. They flew a guy out from Boston to fight me. He was actually a good kickboxer, probably a professional kickboxer. He's had like a bunch of, a bunch of kickboxing fights. He was really good. And it was supposed to be an MMA fight. So I was like, ah, oh, kickboxing. I'm just take him down and sub him. When we were at the weigh-ins, like, no, weigh-ins were good. But when we were at the rules meeting the next day, sitting there and I'm sitting with my coaches, Vince, Jared Smiley, everybody else, Dante Stallone, Sylvester Stallone's younger brother. I'm sitting with all of them vibing. And he raises his fucking hand, this doofus, and he's like, uh, what, what are the rules for the kickboxers? And I'm like, what, what? And he's like, yeah, this is a kickboxing fight, right? And I was like, bro, this is an MMA fight. That's an octagon. By the way, the company later got sued because we used an octagon, which is trademark. Never use an octagon. You use hexagon, heptagon, septagon, dodecagon. Can't use an octagon. And I still fought the man in a kickboxing fight. Tried to do stand up. Tried knocking him out. Round three, I took a fucking knee. I was so tired. Ended up losing that fight by like TKO. Literally took, took an, I took a fat knee. I've never been so tired. That's why when I went out and got this strap, I, all I did was cardio every day, wrestling, cardio. I was never going to get tired. Ever. Wow. Speaking of not getting tired, let's talk about Colby, Colby really quick because, uh, you know, he's got that whole troll kind of persona that he that he rocks with. You said one of your friends, uh, Jared, was, you know, one of his training partners, did you say? Yeah, my, my sad and depressed cowboy friend, Jared Smiley, 
uh, is like his good friend and training partner. I can't disclose too much information because like that's his personal thing. And I, I know Jared would be mad at me, but um, we all know like Colby is no longer at ATT. Um, obviously shit's weird with Joanna. Uh, Cause you know, he was like, that bitch is ugly. Um, after that fight with the Chinese lady, she looked like alien, bro. Alien versus president. She looks like Sheen. <laughs> bro, she looked like the thumb people from Spy Kids. Oh my god. That's rough. Okay. No, she, she looked crazy, pretty much. So, he's no longer training there, so he's going to be finding like a different like avenue to train at. But, um, bro, he's he's good. Like, nobody can say otherwise. Colby Covington is a great wrestler, great work ethic. He's always training, even if it's by himself. And it sucks that he has to have that personality because he could literally have some of the best training partners in the world, you know, working with him. And he just wants to, like, hype himself up. He's not even making, like, big enough paychecks to do that because um, he doesn't have, like, the respect. You know, Connor had the respect. When he's calling people out, he goes and does what he's what he says he's gonna do. Whereas Colby, like, just talking and talking. Yeah, but Colby still has like I, personally for me, I think one of the probably one of the best training partners like you could get. Like, doesn't he train with Cam Haynes out in Oregon, that super ultra marathon runner? Yes, and Steve he runs he runs hills with that guy, and that's I mean I listen to Cam Haynes, he's like a. He's like an Under Armour sponsor and everything, like Crazy Hunter, ultra marathon runner. This guy's like not human. And he runs hills with Colby and says that Colby sticks with him. So that would kind of deduce that his cardio is the same as an ultra marathon runner, which kind of explains why he just does not stop coming at you. I mean, the difference though with ultra marathon runners is if an ultra marathon runner started bobbing and weaving and punching, they would get tired in the first like 10 miles. So like... There is a difference with cardio between those two sports, but he is good. And that's actually how he got acquainted with Jared. Jared was going to go wrestle for Oregon. And they uh, they met up and started, like, training together. Colby, he is the cardio king. He has the best cardio. He almost beat Amaru. Like, a lot of people said he might have won. Obviously, in my opinion, not just as Kamaru being, like, my training partner and guy I've worked with, I think Kamaru won every every round. Maybe he lost one round, but, like, Kamara was going to win that fight. Uh, he was going to finish him no matter what. I thought he was going to finish him. Jar or not, he was going to get him. But the reach difference is incredible. Kamara is a big guy. Yeah. And I honestly don't know what's going to happen with Gilbert. If Gilbert gets a title shot, like, what is it, him versus Kamaru? Like, I think weird. it's going to be – I honestly – this is what I honestly believe. I think it's going to be Connor, Nate, three – on the undercard of Masvidal and Usman, July July 11th. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Let's do – tell me what your uh, prediction – like what, what's your like dream fight? Like dream roster of fights? <sighs> like fights Dude. that like are happening now that I would want to see? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Like just like make it up. Two main, two undercard. Ooh. All era, or I can just like people fighting now. Now, I guess. Okay. Um, I would do Connor and Khabib on the main event, and then on the other main event, I would do. 
I would do Francis versus Brock because I just feel like Brock wants to come back so bad, and I'd want to see that fight. And then on the Coes, I'd probably want to see. Ooh, who would I want to see? I'd want to see Masvidal, Nick Diaz, and then I would want to see Whitaker and Till. Whitaker and Till. All right, here's here's me. Khabib, Khabib Bert and Tony. Fuck a Connor fight. Not interesting to me. Um, Cowboy. Cowboy Masvidal, right? Francis Anthony Rumble Johnson. You wait. You want to see Cowboy Masvidal again? Yes. Okay. Okay. Round two. I want to see Francis versus Anthony Rumble Johnson because Anthony's probably going to come out of retirement. Uh, I don't know if I should say anything, but like talk the talk around town is like he might be coming out of retirement and fighting. Um. And then one more. Hmm. Oh, I forgot one that I wanted. Damn, we should have three undercards because I forgot another one. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Adesanya Jones. I got to see that. Nah, that's not interesting to me. But Jones. Jones yeah, yeah. Jones, Jones versus, and Ganu at heavyweight? No, Jones and Rumble. Like, finally. Like, I want that fight to happen. Jones and Rumble. Wow. So, Rumble fights. Yeah, yeah. Rumble fights Francis and then immediately goes fight Jones afterwards. It'd be crazy if, like, what's-his-face came back. Gustafson comes back out of quarantine with, like, a long-ass beard. He looks like Thor and just fucking calls out John. I would watch. I would watch Gustafson Jones 3 if it happened. Bro, that's... Jones is too good. I can't even think of anybody that would, like, would be a good match, like, with him. Other than, like, what'd you think of? What'd you think about the Reyes fight? That's that's the way you really take the position. Like, how do you score the Reyes fight? Because I think... I I had it three two Dom. Yeah. Really, I had it four one Jones. Yeah, I had it three two Dominic for some reason. I, I just found his ring control and like his offensive game, and he stuffed most of Gilbert, Jones' takedowns. Gilbert said it best. Gilbert said it best. I think Gilbert like invented this, but he tweeted it. He said, "If you want to be the champ, you have to beat the champ." So. People, it's it's completely different. Like with scoring wise, like scoring wise, it's a it's a weird mentality. But if you're the champion, and you've been defending your championship at a world record amount of times, you're obviously you like, gotta knock him out or like four one him. You're yeah, five zero. You have to like really really beat him. Obviously, if you if you four one him, the judges are gonna give it to you. But it wasn't that obvious with the Reyes fight. Who had control? Jones had control of the ring. That pressure. Even if I'm if I'm backing you up and you're punching my guard hundreds of times, that doesn't mean you're winning. You're tiring yourself out. It's almost a disadvantage from that like perspective. So all Jones has to if, if Jones backs him down and punches him in the stomach once and the other guy hits him 50 times in his closed guard, I still think that Jones is winning that altercation because he's he's smoother. He's being more relaxed, calm, controlled. I'd also want to see maybe, honestly, just because I'm a fan, I'd want to see maybe Cejudo come back and him and O'Malley, Sean O'Malley. I like that kid. Bro, 
I like Sean. I like Sean too. My uh, my training partner Andre Sukumtoff. It like really pisses me off that like I don't know what he was thinking, but when Sean like damaged and broke his leg in the fight, that like Andre's took him down. Yeah, uh, that even, was uh, that was kind of a J.R. Smith moment for him. Bro, yeah, bro, that's the best way to say it. I mean, Rashad said it himself. Like that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. But in a fight, you don't. I don't blame you. Don't know what to do, you know. Yep. He didn't know his leg was broken. Sometimes people fake that shit, you know. Sometimes people go like this and then. Ah. Yep. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I've only had one um, MMA fight, and it was in because I go to FSU. There's just like a local circuit, so I just like randomly went in there against this uh this fucking Taekwondo guy, like this like specialist. He showed up in like his fucking whatever and everything. And I had like patches. He had like patches on his gi, and I was like, Jesus Christ! And uh, he ended up just like trying to head kick me the whole time. And like at a point, it was just so predictable that I just like dipped left and just caught him on, a, on an overhand. But like, it's really the t- the scene in Tallahassee kind of like sucks. And plus, I I started doing jujitsu, so I kind of like lost myself in the MMA space. But like, I'm I'm still like a big fan, and like people, guys like you. And like even tall and like any of those young guys coming out of the kid I kid I went to high school with uh, Anthony Anthony I don't know if you know him Tony Anthony. Yeah, that's my boy. We play Fortnite. He goes yeah. to com- he goes to combat. No, I know. I'm I'm saying he went to my high school and like he he was like the first person that told me about combat. He's like, bro, you should come down. Like it's a good ass gym because he knew that I'd been uh, doing kickboxing. I mean, rest in peace to our uh, our late coach, Angel, but he got Tony ready in probably like a month and Tony won his first like kickboxing like like title championship. Like Angel said it best, like we really got something special here. Whoever trains there, it's a different atmosphere. You give it a month, somebody can be a champion. You know, you give me a month, I can be a champion. You give Eventon um, a few months, he's a champion at XFN. Not yet, but everyone's ducking him. So, yeah. Uh, Pussies. Uh, we got a bunch of champions. We have. I was the first ever MMA champion at Combat Club, actually, when we first opened. Really? Then, yes. Then it was my boy Mike Lee. Then my boy Tim. Those are two heavyweights. They're both like six six. Wow. And that's what's cool about Combat Club. We got every weight. We got guys that are four hundred pounds, like FSU linebackers, coming in and training. We got Stefan Struve, seven foot. Um, him like six five that you gotta you gotta like figure that shit out you gotta figure out how to submit a guy with legs that are four feet long um you got smaller guys that are 135 super fast like how to get around them so we have every scenario figured out and the mind of our coach rodney brewer is just so complex and enigmatic he just has every situation figured out. He's trained and cornered some of the best guys in the world and in UFC. And um, we just have something special, our mentality. Yeah. And I mean, it, it shows. I mean, like, it's just getting so much more notoriety now that. And also, with, like you said, the amount of people you have, the probably the training partner variability is great, you know, to get, like, different looks from different people. Yeah. I mean, you can go against a guy who's, like, um, what's his name? My boy, uh, uh, Kenny Berman. He's one of our black belts. He's a black belt IBJJF world champion. Guy's like seventy years old. Right, I'm not gonna. Play. He's like sixty years old. He runs Gorilla Trading, like a 
uh, a stock market tips page. And he's just a 60 year old, like gigantic dude. Um, so you, you go against a 60 year old guy who's Jack, you go against the guy who's six foot eight and skinny. You go against Anthony Rumble Johnson, who's six, three and almost 300 pounds. Probably not now. Um, you go against like my boy, Damian Martinez, a 135er, but he's the fastest guy in the world. Like we have everything for everybody. We're about to buy up a new, uh, 20,000, 30,000 square foot gym in the same plaza. We're going to be the next ATT Coconut Creek. But like, fuck pro fighters. We're going to, we're going to take the youngins and make them into champions so they can become pro fighters. We're not stuck up with that, bro. Anybody who comes in our gym who wants to learn how to fight is going to learn how to fight properly. No more street fighting shit. No more bar fights. You're, if you step in a combat club, you give us like, sometime you're going to be a champion yeah no i mean and i'm i'm assuming that's what you hope to acquire to be you know a champ someday i want to get another strap and then i want to become a pro fighter i want to be a champion like a pro champion of like a one of the minor pro leagues and then eventually like get a ufc shot if i'm in the ufc for one fight that's that's an accomplishment dude. mission accomplished yes i don't care like I don't think I have like the resolve and the time to go and be UFC world champion, you know, uh, but I could definitely become a champion of a pro organization. Plus if you have one UFC fight under your belt, you go teach people for $300 an hour, $400 an hour. It's true. You know, it all, it all requires time, you know, and, and speaking of time, I wanted to thank you, you know, for giving me some time today, you know, talk about mma i just wanted to close out uh with some few quick fire questions for you if that's all right go ahead brother all right uh when do you think your next fight will be i'd say sometime in winter maybe november or before my birthday or december i'll be right knockout or submission submission uh, official prediction for Woodley versus Burns? Uh, as to not jinx Gilbert, Tyron Woodley wins. But, like, really, Gilbert wins. Okay. Round and submission or knockout? All right, fuck. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just say it. Hopefully he breaks the curse. Gilbert Burns wins. Round two. Submission. Uh, two minutes, 48 seconds. Uh-oh. Alrighty. Uh, when do you think Guy Gambino will go on Billboard? Guy, he has a studio now right down the street from me. Um, I think he'll be on Billboard one year from now if he actually focuses and makes some fucking music videos with the girls that I keep trying to set him up with. Man is dumb as fuck. But yeah, one year from now. Yeah, he, dude, he's been, from the, what he's dropped, he's got a lot of people waiting for him to drop. From what I see in his comments. He refuses to drop good music, has music videos and shit, and keeps them in a fucking file on his fucking computer, unopened, and then he just goes, drives around, like, town getting McDonald's. Like, the man pisses me off. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, he, hopefully, you know, I've been following him since, like, he first kind of, before he had the dread, so when he kind of still had, like, the afro or, or whatever, but, like, 
He honestly, bro, if he drops what he has from like what he's leaked on his page, he could like be the next one out of whatever uh, South Florida to, to blow it up. And I know he's y'all, got- you know y'all, I know y'all are cool, so that's why I was wondering, what do you, you know, what do you think of him, and when do you think he'll he'll get where where we all hope to see him? Yeah, man's my neighbor. I mean, he's got the juice, he's got the money, he's got the cars, he's got the looks, he's got the Johnny Dang grill, he's got, he's got. And his music, his music is actually really good. Oh, yeah. I I mean, that's not even important nowadays. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He also raps, I think. Hey, hey, if you want to put in a good word for me, you know, I've DM'd him. He hasn't answered. But if if you could put in a word to get get him on here, I'd love to, you know, get more people to know about him. Honestly, good, because hopefully he'll, like, at least play a song on the fucking podcast yeah maybe you can you know give me some leak you know because I'm, I'm here trying to trying to educate the people about what's good with south florida because we got some of the, the most diverse fucking culture changing people out here right now weirdest people bro i mean yeah. hey you're making waves on like every platform my guy like you know been a big fan okay. bro no but i don't think anybody really understands like your comedy or like people take it so fucking offensive but I'll just let the people know. I've had this dude on probably socials for like maybe a year now. I just see people. I just imagine how triggered people get when he posts. I think it's so fucking hilarious. I just die laughing every everything this dude posts, bro. I guess, man. Let's be honest. Was that was that reality show thing for real? It, are, could you yes. be possibly on a reality show? Could we see you on TV? All right. So I got the. I got the background report back for uh, Love Island. I was going to be on Temptation Island. I didn't fly out to Cali. I went to Cali for Love Island. Um, I got the background check back. It was so bad. I don't know why they're like if they're ever going to put me on TV. They got shit I said in 2011 where I was like, damn, black girls in the cafeteria be annoying as fuck in the morning. You know, like funny shit. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Come on. No, but when they put it there, they're just like, this guy hates black people. This guy hates white people too. This guy hates all people. This guy hates nurses, CNNs, bottle girls, flight attendants, herbalite, herbalite bitches. It, they made me look so bad. They got my vines from 2011 where I was just saying crazy shit. So you got to cl- just clear your socials if you're trying to be on that I shit. Did. I did. They got shit I deleted on Facebook. My Facebook's private, bro. Nothing goes off the internet. Nothing. I don't know if I'm going to make it on the reality TV show, but you know, if I build up enough clout, they'll have to give me, CBS will give me a pass. No, but, I think, I think CBS, those dirty fucks, I think they'll give you a pass. They'll be like, oh, this guy's the type of guy we want on here fucking making trouble. Honestly, in this generation, maybe, maybe it is like time for somebody who dates porn stars, who makes TikTok videos, who's an MMA fighter, who's like low key, like, pretend racist like maybe it's like my time to shine hey i mean you just perfectly described yourself there i mean (laughs) the country music i mean you gotta bump the country music it's funny you said you know dating a porn star because if i'm not my fact check was incorrect i'm pretty sure you did i'll cut a i'll cut this yeah should i cut this oh i thought you meant cut it like to, to bring it up yeah i was like I don't like talking about her or it, but like, yeah, on ball. I just do my re- I just do my research on my guests. I you can't you can't. I'm like a librarian. Autumn, you know, God bless to her. She's doing her thing, getting her bag, but like, yeah, getting those bags in the front. I don't know if you if you're updated. 
Yeah. Oh, he misses her. First guest crying on the show. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you're a dope motherfucker. I, I appreciate this time, and, uh, you know, hope to stay in touch with you because you're my type of guy. You're a good guy, and, bro, keep fighting because from what I've seen, the wrestling, the, the big sandbag, start slamming these kids out here. I will, I will, once I get my cardio. And actually, my TikTok gets unbanned in 35 minutes, so wait for that to drop. Let's be hoping for a new TikTok, maybe hit maybe hit a million likes. Hey, bro, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Jacob Cavallo. Hey, thank you for your time. Thank you, Breakthrough.